This is Retire South Shore Radio, a weekly program designed to educate you on all your retirement options and introduce you to Mark Roulette, founder of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Retirement services and real-world retirement solutions. Looking at the whole picture to design a complete strategy, including retirement planning, Medicare decisions, and legal documents. Now, here's Mark Rowlett and your host, Jordan Rich. Hello once again. Welcome to another edition of Retire South Shore Radio. Great to be with you. I'm Jordan Rich. Summer continues to keep up its hectic pace, but uh, we're here to give you information and help when it comes to planning your retirement, and I hope you're enjoying your summer. I know one guy who's enjoying his summer, Mark Roulette, and <laughs> the reason I know that is because I never saw a bigger smile than when you caught that monster fish a few weeks ago. That was amazing. Yeah, that, that was a it was a pretty cool cool thing to have happen. Uh, I have to admit that I didn't catch it alone. There was four four of us bringing that fish in out on the boat. So a, a, a two almost two hundred pound tuna was uh, was the biggest fish I've ever caught. I know I sent you a picture of it. So uh, I loved it. it. I saved it. Cool. Is, that's a, called a big eye tuna, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are monsters. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations, and uh, it it took a team effort, which is what. Retirement planning is all about a team effort, so we'll get into it and sort of uh, cross yeah, paths yeah. with with, yeah. with the same metaphor. Today, uh, a very interesting topic, uh, and I think it's connecting with a lot of people already as I thought about this uh, and shared it with a few friends. The lies we tell ourselves about money. My goodness, where do we begin? Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's not really what you might think when I say, you know, the lies that people tell themselves about, about their money. Um, you know, a lot of people don't even know what they have, how much they have, you know, how they're going to be able to use them. Uh, a lot of people that, that, that we meet with kind of convince themselves that they have some magical number that they need to get to. And th- there's no real reasoning around it. It's just something psychological inside of them that, uh, that makes them feel like that's, that's the goal that they should have. So what I wanted to talk about today was just some of the things that we tell ourselves and we're all guilty of this. And some of the things that we do are convince ourselves that we can do and we're going to be okay. Um, and I thought I would bring them up because why not? I, I think it makes perfect sense. And, uh, having a dad who's now in his nineties, I can, t- and he's a very smart guy and has his, uh, wits about him. I can tell you that when it comes to certain things, not just money, but uh, taking pills, listening to doctors. I mean, it's, it's we are all creatures of habit and set in our ways. So where do you begin? Uh, and this is directly aimed at people who are in our age bracket, uh, thinking about retirement, my age bracket. But where do you begin yeah, with this? Like, like I said a minute ago, you know, one of the first things that people, it's not a lie so much as they convince themselves that I'll be happier if I have X amount of dollars. I'll be happier or I'll feel safer if I have a certain amount of money in the bank, then I'll be good. And and I, I'm sure to a lot of people listening, that sounds familiar. Um, and I think it's important, obviously, to have money saved and have a, a, you know, a cushion in the bank, you know, the usual three to six months expenses that they suggest that we have in cash and cash equivalents. But when you're talking about retirement planning, there's been a lot of studies done on, on this and the idea of trying to get to a lump sum number, while it's important to put that money aside and have that money available, the actual number itself 
doesn't really do anything for you. And the reason I say that is if you have in your head some goal to get to X and firstly, you don't get to X, you'll be devastated, right? You think I can't do this. Mm. I don't have enough resources to do this. But the, the, the funny part about it or not funny part about it is they've done studies. And if you get to that number or even surpass that number, there's no happiness light switch that goes off. <laughs> Nothing changes in a person's world because they're still sitting there with the lump sum of money saying, well, what do I do next? You know, what, right. what, what how, do, how do I actually use this money? That's the kind of the challenge around it. So trying to get to some plateau or some dollar figure might not make any sense because you're looking at this from the perspective of I need this to supplement my lifestyle when I don't want to work anymore. So it's more about the supplements than where the supplements coming from, if that makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world. And I'm looking at this generationally, and uh, most people would agree that those who grew up in the Depression, who were children during those years, that incredibly difficult period from the late 20s through the early 40s, the World War II greatest generation, you can understand because of the uh, conditioning that was part of everyone's life. But even today, I mean, people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s have similar pangs and feelings and concerns. Um, a lot of it is is probably fostered by media and uh, scare tactics and things like that. Uh, so we have to be aware of yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with you completely. Yeah, I think, you know, again, what we do in our office is try to methodically put together strategies for clients to show them how they can maintain their lifestyle. And I think it's obviously, like I said, it's really important that you have resources available to create the income needed for that lifestyle. But it's more about the lifestyle. It's more about the income that the person needs. And it doesn't mean it's one particular product over another. It's just, if I need $2,732 a month for my money, how do I get that? And how mm -hmm. do I make sure that I have that on a consistent basis for the remainder of my life or me and my spouse's life? Mark just mentioned a very key word that is strategy. And we have a, a very good opportunity for you. It's called a 15-minute no-obligation strategy call, a phone call, a chance to get a question answered, something specific to your situation that can at least, you can get the ball rolling, or a general question about retirement planning. Uh, to set it up, Go to RetireSouthShore.com. You can actually make an appointment, book an appointment for a phone call. How cool is that? And um, it's all no obligation. Or you can call the main office. And if you call on the weekend when this show airs, um, I'm going to give you my firm Jordan Rich stamp guarantee that you will get a call back pronto on Monday or Tuesday. 781-836-4214. 781-836-4214 or RetireSouthShore.com to set up that 15-minute no-obligation strategy call. So, Mark, we're, we're focusing on, a, I think, a fascinating topic, and that is the, uh, the lies or I'm not going to suggest they're negative uh, intentions. They're not negative. They're not deceits. But the things we tell ourselves that may not necessarily be true, I've <laughs> got a list of them, and why don't you take the next one? Well, I think a lot of these will sound familiar to people when I say them. Um, I deserve it regardless of whether I can afford it. Right. Yeah, what I mean is, you know, I'll treat myself. It's a great deal. I can't pass it up. Or you only live once. You don't know how long you're going to live. You're going to do. I'm going to get this because who knows how long I'm going to be around. You don't want to fall into that trap of impulse buying. And we're all guilty of it, me included. Mm. I try to do a better job of impulse buying now and trying to educate my kids on sleep on something before you really want to decide whether you want to have it or not and is it really important to you but i think the way the world has changed over the course of the last couple of years 
retail therapy and stress purchasing and impulse buying has gone up. There's um, stats on it that spending increased by about 18 to 20% in 2020. We all know why, right? Everyone was at home, nobody was going out, we weren't meeting people face to face. And as a result, people were spending more money. Um, you don't wanna fall into that trap of putting yourself in a situation of something that you thought you could afford, you can't afford, you pushed yourself, and now as a result of that knock-on effect, it's going to impact you at a time in life when you cannot maybe put more resources in, meaning that you're no longer working anymore, so there's no, income or excess income that you can put into accounts to make up that number. That is a terrific uh, point, and I'd like to add a personal story here. I am in the process of purchasing a new car. My car is uh, seven or eight years old, and when I planned in, in, in my earlier days ahead, one of the uh, uh, helpful hints was let's plan ahead and put aside and make sure there is money for the car purchase. I didn't want a lease, I wanted to buy. So I am perfectly happy with the arrangement. And I'm, I know that's something that you and your team, the all hands analysis team would do, would look ahead and say, listen, in five or six years, you might very likely need to replace your car. You're going to need, well, by that time, it may be 50 or 60,000, depending on what you're buying. But certainly that kind of planning, it just takes a load of worry off the table. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I hear it all the time in the office when people are, well, I'm getting ready to retire. My car's almost paid off. So that's all set. And I said, you're not going to buy another car. Right. What do you mean? The car's not going to last you for 30 years. So you have to, like you did, tee up future expenses. And that's part of what we're doing uh, with, with our clients, you know, looking down the pike and saying, not only are we going to try and grow your money, try to help you save money on taxes. We have to be anticipating expenses that are going to come up down the road, not the big scary expenses obviously that's important too you know if somebody gets sick and whatnot but expenses like buying a car replacing a water heater things that will cost money so preparing for that down the road um puts you in the position that you're in jordan you know you, you've set aside the money and you're going to go buy the car and it's not going to be a stressful purchase but it's also not an impulse purchase because you right. you know that you're thinking about doing it impulse purchases can you know start to creep up and start to amount to an awful lot of money, which kind of brings in, you know, the, the, the side of things where people start using credit cards and app purchasing, mm. and it's so easy to spend money. Uh, the average American spends 10% more money using a credit card than they would if they were using cash, because it doesn't seem like it's real some of the time. I'll just take care of it later. I'll take care of it later. Um, and you're going on your phone, you're, you're on Instagram, or you're going on these different apps, and they're selling you stuff the whole time. And it's just one push of a button and it's going to be at your house the next day. It's just too simple sometimes to fall into that trap of impulse purchasing. This is advice for anyone, including teenagers, but uh, certainly people in their middle years thinking of retirement. We are very close to a cashless society. More and more, uh, I'm finding fewer people take cash, are interested in cash. People are whipping out credit cards to buy chiclets and uh, bags of potato chips. So it... You've got to be aware that this is the way of the future. It's here now, and you've got to be aware of that cash is not king anymore. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you a quick funny story. Um, my youngest daughter, Reese, jumped on my phone a couple of weeks ago and put a few things in a cart for a particular store that she likes the clothes in, and she was trying to pull a fast one on me, and she came over to me. She goes, Dad, I just need you to stare at your phone because she had double clicked the side of the phone and all it needed for Apple Pay was to see my my eyes looking at the phone and the purchase would have gone through. I was like, hold on a minute, what are you doing? Um, 
We you're to, raising a genius, is what you're. You're raising an evil genius, but evil she's genius. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's going to work the business world to her advantage and be a superstar. No question about that. We've talked about Reese before. Um, we're going to continue this because it's important. Uh, these are the kinds of issues that many finance programs don't ever talk about. They talk about the numbers, they talk about rates and things like that, but. I think you're you're hitting a home run with a topic like this because I am thinking of I'm t- taking notes and I'm thinking oh my God that's partly me, so when we return from the break uh, more of these shall we say uh, misconceptions or or stories I'll call it stories we tell ourselves doesn't yep. sound as harsh we're talking with Mark Rolette of course and if you would like to find out more about what I mentioned a few minutes ago the 15 minute no obligation strategy call that and much more including seminars and Webinars and uh, opportunities to connect are all at the website RetireSouthShore.com. And we will come back and continue right after these words. One of the biggest stressors when it comes to retirement is the obvious one. Will you ever have to worry about running out of money in retirement? That is the key question. And proper retirement planning, working with the all-hands analysis team, can truly help. Here's Mark Rolette, founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services. Most of our clients have a person when we meet with them. Somebody who's helped them accumulate their wealth during their working lives. But distribution going into retirement starting to take money out of these accounts is a totally different animal it's not just about returns returns are important but strategizing on what's the best way to take this money out how you should take it out when you should take it out and where you should take it from is critically important when you're transitioning into retirement schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today just visit retiresouthshore.com that's retiresouthshore.com investment advisory services made available through ae wealth management LLC, AEWM. AEWM and South Shore Retirement Services are not affiliated companies. This is Jordan Rich reminding you that South Shore Retirement Services offers a number of ways to learn about a happy and safe retirement with frequent evening seminars at local fine dining establishments. You can find the complete schedule and register for these seminars at RetireSouthShore.com. There are also regularly scheduled webinars, There's the Retire South Shore podcast series and the South Shore Retirement Services newsletter. Information is power, and the all-hands analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services is ready to inform, educate, and reassure you in retirement. Again, visit RetireSouthShore.com. Hello and welcome. This is Retire South Shore Radio. It's a program that is so important to those of you thinking about retirement, and that's just about everybody in a certain age bracket. What we do here with Mark Roulette, the founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services, is more than just talk about interest rates, and the all-hands analysis team is working around the clock for your, your clients, Mark. But we also talk about the human elements, what makes us tick and why we think the way we do. And today's show is ringing home uh, very closely with me and people in my world. And that is the misconceptions, the things we tell ourselves about money that may not actually be the case. And we want to. Yeah, and, it, it, and it's the things that we convince ourselves to justify something that we're doing. Right. And, and right. everyone does that in every walk of life. You know, you wake up at, I don't know, six o'clock in the morning and you were going to go for a run or you're going to go to the gym. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to go twice as long tomorrow and, and then you go back to sleep. <laughs> and, and money is no different. You know, the, the, the other thing that we convince ourselves of is I'll save more later. I'll play catch up. I'll, I'll, I'll do it again later on. And we see that more often with people who are, you know, self-employed, me being one of them, um, 
who are putting money into retirement plans and they're doing it manually, meaning that they're doing mm. it consciously. They're writing a check on a quarterly basis or on an annual basis when around when they do their taxes. It's a lot easier to maybe not put as much money away by convincing yourself you'll play catch up later. For folks that work, uh, you know, with jobs with 401ks and it's just being payroll deducted, uh, it's just it, it it comes out. It just it's just gone out of their paycheck. So so sometimes the idea of I'll play catch up later, a you might not do it, and b you might really miss a great opportunity to um, have made some money in a, in a period of time that you didn't put that money in there in the first place. That is so critical. It's hitting home with me. I'm also self-employed when I'm not on the air working at the uh, at the radio thing, and it it is absolutely true. If it's left up to you you'll get diverted for some reason. It might be a very good reason in your mind, but it's very important to remember that, which is why, and I'll, I'll bring it back to what you and your team do, which is why having the all-hands analysis approach at RetireSouthShore.com or South Shore Retirement Services is so helpful because you've got people to remind us and people to guide us through various levels, things that we may not even have time to think about. Yeah, I mean, our business is obviously the money side of things, managing clients' assets um, and making sure that we're managing their expectations and managing their ability to continue in retirement, taking care of their tax filings if they want through uh, Karen Mullaney and her team. Obviously, I can't give tax advice. We just build the tax strategies, but they can give the advice and do the filings if they want, making sure that we're able to help them manage their health insurance through Medicare, Medicare supplements, and then manage their estate through legal planning. It's kind of like, you know, not only are people using our services because they want a professional to take care of those things for them, but they also have accountability, right? Meeting, speaking, Zooming with clients on a continuous basis to us is really important for many perspectives. We want to make sure that they're aware that we're here. We want to make sure that we're not missing any opportunity or any life-changing event that they might have. But we also want them to understand that if we say we're going to do something and they're saying that we're going to they're going to do something in on the other side of it meaning i'm going to buy something or i'm going to save more money or this cd is coming due in three months and we're going to do x with it that because we're going to have these check-ins check-ups as it were they have accountability to, to themselves and to us as well um so it's not a case of oh yeah it renewed and then i went and i bought a timeshare or something like that because the money was just sitting there and by the way, uh, just a side note, I visited the office recently, very recently, and there are more members of the team in place to help people because times are busy. And it's good to see yeah. you got brought on some some really dynamic, wonderful people to uh, to assist in that area. Yeah. Erica Wright came on board uh, recently. She's a, a, a financial advisor. Um, she's got a great history um, with one of the large investment uh, insurance firms. And we met just kind of by chance um, through a mutual uh, business acquaintance. And uh, I was chatting to her about what we do. And she really wasn't planning on making any changes to her career until we started talking. And I explained how our system works, how our client relationships work, how we're not governed by one particular menu of options from one company. And it kind of opened her mind to the world out there of, uh, you know, the, the, the independent space, as it were, you know, our money clients' money sit on the Fidelity platform, so they're enormous multi-multi-billion dollar institutions that we use, but we're not one size fits right, all, and right. I think that's really important. So it, it's been great to have Erica come on board. She's um, 
she's been a, a, a great addition to the team um, and uh, we're delighted to have her. It's uh, pick up. It's time for me to remind people that there's an opportunity to connect directly with no obligation, a free opportunity to get information. It's called the 15-minute no-obligation strategy call that you can arrange. You can set it up in advance. Certainly an opportunity to talk with someone like Mark or Erica or anyone on the staff that uh, that uh, is warranted. And the telephone number to call to set it up, just to make an appointment, this is the main office number, 781 836 4214. I'll say it again slower. 781-836-4214. I like the opportunity to do it online. There's an easy grid to set up the appointment at retiresouthshore.com. And while we're thinking about it, let's have you share what happens again on those calls because we talk about them all the time. In general, what's the process, Mark? Yeah, listen, before COVID-19 uh, came around, we didn't really do strategy calls. We would have face-to-face meetings with with people who would come into the office and we would talk to them about it. And obviously, as life changed and the way people had to do business changed, we had to evolve as well. So we, I'd never done a webinar before. I'd never heard of Zoom before. And the way to connect with people was to do a telephone call. And it was so well received for a number of reasons. It was really efficient from our perspective. We were able to answer questions that clients have that maybe it's just as simple as you, you should do this and they, p- people go on their merry way. Um, but it was also a really hands off, low stress, you know, not feeling pressured uh, opportunity for somebody to talk to me or one of the other people on mm-hmm. our team um, t- to have these things addressed. Because, listen, I realize that when you're talking about money, you're, you're, you're obviously wanting to get advice and know if you're doing all the right things. But there's a huge trust factor involved in our industry, in our business. I mean, that's that's all all about what it is. It's the trusting the people that are taking care of your money with you. So it's just a very easy way to start that process. It's not that people can't come up to our office or jump on a Zoom. Our office is right in Hingham. It's really easy to get to. It's just to start that, uh, I guess, dialogue by sitting at home, having a cup of tea, picking up the phone, making the, that you know that fifteen, and it, and sometimes you know me, I run run long on everything that I do. <laughs> sometimes those fifteen minutes evolve into twenty five minutes or so, but it's it's an opportunity to answer the questions, and I, and I I'm well aware that it's an opportunity for people to see if we are the type of people that they would like to go forward with at all. So it's it's kind of a vetting out system. Absolutely. It works very, very well for both you and, of course, for the folks who have questions. So we have a few minutes left, and uh, I'd like to sort of wrap up this very important human topic, which is the things we tell ourselves about money that may not actually be the case and uh, misconceptions, uh, our own personal imagination that might take over. What else is on yep. your list? Well, um, when I was doing research on this, I always like to try and find somebody far smarter and intelligent than me to find something good to, you know, to give a quote. And Ben Franklin said, uh, by failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Mm. Um, and, and that brings into the point of people saying, I have plenty of time. I don't need to think about this right now. I don't need to think about transitioning into retirement. I'm seven, eight, ten years away. Um, it, it's too soon for me. I'll, I'll think about that later. Well, later could be a really expensive undertaking. I'll give you a quick example. I met with a, uh, a gentleman a couple of weeks ago who's getting ready to retire, but wants to wait until he hits uh, a certain age. And as a result of waiting an extra six months, because I'd met him six months ago, his accounts where, where they're currently held, because he's not a client, 
have lost substantial amounts of money. So him waiting on a particular type of bonus from from the employer um, has actually been more than offset by the mm. loss that he's in, encountered in his account. So having plenty of time, I don't need to think about this. I think everyone should be thinking about what the end goal is. If that money that you're putting away is earmarked for retirement, make sure that it's structured correctly. So if something happens, meaning the stock market goes down, I mean, the Fed continues to increase interest rates, it's going to have an impact on everything, there's going to be knock on effects on everything. You don't necessarily want your timeline of when you want to stop working or go part time or whatever it is you want to do to be completely dictated because the market went in the wrong direction. Now, right. I think, you know, and, and I know every, every one of our clients has some money in in the market and there's nothing wrong with that that's that's a really important part of it but you want to make sure that you have a, a safe position with some of your assets so you can go and retire in three years or in 26 months or whatever your number is don't let the market dictate your timeline and when you want to do something so the idea of i have plenty of time yeah maybe you do have plenty of time but there's no time like the present to start putting these things together and putting these wheels uh, in motion i'll return to my story that we talked about in the earlier segment about me making plans uh, six or seven years ago to put money aside in my quote-unquote retirement package that I could buy a new car right now. I still have to wait four months for the car to come. But the point is, uh, even though I don't consider myself in retirement mode, I started planning as although I'm retiring years ago. And that's what people do. And those are the people who wind up, uh, you know, skipping a bit more lightly to and fro because they're not quite as worried, they're not quite as concerned, and they've got more security. Uh, listen, when I was doing the, you know, the writing out what I was going to talk about today, mm -hmm. something came into my head from years ago when I was in, in, in Ireland. It's called primary school. Over here to be like elementary school or middle right. school maybe. Right. Um, I remember you know, you would do like an, uh, an exam or you would do something from home or you would do something that you had the ability to look at the book, right? If, if you wanted to, you weren't meant to, um, or you would maybe write down an answer to a math question because you saw somebody else's answer. And the teacher used to say, you're only fooling yourself. And I used to think when they would say that to the <laughs> students and sometimes to me, like, what do you mean I'm only fooling myself? I'm fooling you. I'm, fo I'm fooling all these people. But then it started, I started thinking about it and what you are only fooling yourself and the same thing kind of goes into retirement planning it's not that you're fooling yourself but it's your retirement it's not going to not happen you can't bury your head in the sand and assume that everything's going to get get taken care of and be okay going forward if somebody hits the lottery maybe you will but you have to plan for the i guess the possibility that you don't win the lottery and make sure that you're putting yourself in the strongest possible position both from how your money's invested how your distributions are going to be structured, meaning I'm going to take money from this account and this account and this account, different tax qualifications mm -hmm. in order to minimize your lifetime tax bill. And maybe you do deserve that you know, luxury or that thing that you wanted to buy, but you may as well look before you buy it to make sure that it's not going to have some big negative impact on you going forward for the rest of your retired life. And, and working with firms like ours, it's not that we put people on budgets. It's not that we tell people not to spend the money. But if there was a situation that I was in and somebody could tell me, all right, if you do this, this is what the effect going to be. I would want to know about it ahead of time. And I think most of our clients want to know ahead of time, hey, if we take that trip to Italy next next year and we spend X amount of money, what's that going to do to our retirement plans? 
It, the key word is people. It's a people business. It's not just business. And that's why we're talking about things like this uh, that affect us all. We're all people. We all breathe the same air, and we all have these uh, issues that we have to contend with. Mark, you did it again. Not only did you catch the biggest fish I've ever seen on planet Earth, but... <laughs> post that on the website. Maybe I'll check with, with Becky, who uh, oh, I, is... I, we've teased it enough. That. People are dying to see it. But pardon the pun, you've reeled in a very important aspect here of human nature, and I love it when we do these kinds of shows. Mark, thank you. We'll see you next week. All right. Take care. Have a great one. This firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM and Roulette & Associates, LLC, DBA. South Shore Retirement Services are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Mark Roulette and Associates, LLC, DBA, South Shore Retirement Services, is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mark Roulette and Associates, LLC, DBA, South Shore Retirement Services. You've been listening to Retire South Shore Radio, a presentation of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Stay tuned for more real-world retirement solutions. RetireSouthShore.com.